my name is Amy. And I'm Stephanie. And welcome to That, that Good Cheesemay, where we talk about celeb cheesemays, our cheesemays, and all the cheesemays in between. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of That Good Cheesemay. This week, we're talking about a couple of things, and one of them is. I am really disappointed about this. Anthony yeah. Ramos up in a strip club cheating on his fiance Jasmine Safis Jones, I believe is how you say her name. Mm-hmm. The next one is Tristan Thompson being messy once again. Yeah, that's like old news. Yes, and he's about to have a third child with a personal trainer from Texas. <laughs> viral and then the last one we're going to recap on the national geographics documentary the rescue which is about the 13 children that were trapped in a cave in thailand for about 16 days highly recommend but it's amazing like legit cried like four times i spent a very tipsy brunch talking about it (laughs) yes you did Steph was like you need to watch this like now i was like i don't care it's my birthday brunch i need to talk about this movie i watched like you guys don't understand yes and i seriously did the moment i got home um but before all of that we get into it more Steph, how was your birthday week your birthday weekend it was so much fun. Like, I'm glad I took Monday off because I was exhausted oh, sure. from a whole full weekend. You um, had a week, a weekend. It wasn't like yeah. one day. You were like out every day. I was. Like, even though we went out every day, like, we, the Friday was really it. Yeah. But basically, I spent Friday um, at the spa during the, in the morning. Um, I went to Bath House, which is in Brooklyn. It's a really nice little spa. So they have, like, different, ba- um, like, tubs, like, that you can soak in. They have different saunas. They have like a steam room. And then they do different services like facials, um, scrubs. And then I did a massage, which was so nice. Like I highly recommend. I did a massage last year too for my birthday. And I feel like I'm going to always do that. Like yeah, it's just the best way to like start your like day, weekend. Highly recommend. But it was so nice. Like it was so cute. Um, I felt a little weird going by myself. Um, but then I ended up making like friends with these like four tourists that are there for LA for their friend's birthday too. So it was like perfect. You always make friends when you're by yourself. Like literally, I wasn't even like, trying I'm to work, like, awkward. <laughs> Next thing I know, Steph has like a whole bunch of friends. She's having the time of her life. Yeah. It was so funny because I was just like in the tub, just kind of soaking, relaxing. And I actually was looking like, <laughs> forward to kind of having sorry <laughs> if you hear it. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm used to it. Um I feel like I'm kind of used to being around people all day long. So I was like kind of looking forward to like having that like hour or two just by myself. But I was talking with people and hanging out and they were like telling me about their plans in the city and I was giving them recommendations. But it was so nice. Got my massage. And then after everything, I ended up meeting Leah for lunch because she had like a half day and she lives not like maybe 15 minutes away from the spa. Oh, perfect. And then we went to Sunday in Brooklyn, which is a really, really good brunch spot. They're pancakes, girl. Do you know that chocolate Ferrero Rocher? Yeah. Oh, I actually it have. just like that. Like, if you don't like those, <gasps> I don't recommend. But if you like those, you have to get the pancakes Love at this them. place. Because they're, like, cake-like. And then they have this, like, topping that tastes like, it's like, um, was it hazelnuts and then praline? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So we got that. And then, like, breakfast sandwich. And it was just nice. And then her and I walked around for a bit around Brooklyn, did some window shopping. Cute. And then by the time I was home, I was exhausted. So I wasn't even sure. I was like, we're going to get dinner, but I'm so tired. 
but we ended up going to a restaurant that I've been dying to go to. Like I've had like an alert for this restaurant for over two months because it's it's like I think it's the highest ranked restaurant in North America. Okay. It's called Cosme. It's Mexican, but like new age Mexican. Um, but everything we got was so good. They're like known for their duck carnitas, which is like um, you it, it's basically like a roasted duck, and then you make tacos out of it. Like oh. they give you the tortillas, they give right. you the salsa. Girl, when I had that, I was like, I get why it's ranked so high. <laughs> like it was so good. Um, and then we tried. Um, they also have like this dessert that they're known for as well. It's like a meringue with like corn Ooh. and like cream. So good. And then we kept getting like free stuff, and I wasn't sure. I was like. Do that because I have like a foodie Instagram, so I kept lying, looking at Alex. I'm like, they they know I'm catchy eating, like that's why they're sending us free shit. Yeah. Like I was mad hype. Yeah. But I think because I put down my birthday, I said it was like a birthday, so maybe they were like, oh, it's a birthday over there. Let's get some shit because like they kept giving us like randomly free things. Oh, that's cute though. Yeah, no, it was nice. So everything was amazing. I highly recommend checking it out. It's a really good restaurant. And then out of nowhere, we were like. I guess because we were tipsy at dinner that we were like, oh, let's go out. Even though we were both exhausted, Alex had literally just got off a plane. Oh, wow. Because, like, yeah, I think I told like, you. He was out, out. He was out. Got yeah. It. He, like, was in Virginia and then flew back my, on my birthday, like, the day of my birthday. So that's why I went to the spa and stuff alone. But then he got home around 6, and then we our dinner was at 7. No, our dinner was 8, so it actually worked out because we, like, by the time okay. we Uber there, we got there on time. But I was like, he's not going to want to do anything. And I don't blame him. Like, I was kind of tired, too. Yeah. But we got, like, a second wind. And then we ended up at this bar called the Chapel Bar. The and chapel? it's, like, in a church. Oh. Girl. I was like, yeah, we'll have a drink. We had, like, four or five. I'm dancing for, like, two hours with Alex. It had it was so much fun. If You should look it up. It's really cute. I, I, I like, highly recommend going there. Chapel Bar. Oh, it's in Queens. It's like a church. No, no, it's like in Brooklyn. It's right in like oh, Flatiron. It's like it's not Brooklyn. Sorry, it's in right by Flatiron, Flatiron in Manhattan. So like twenty something and like Fifth or Madison. Oh. It looks like a church. It's really really fun, but it was funny because they were playing like old music, but I was still dancing and like having fun. Like they were playing Madonna and like Cher, and I was just like dancing. It was really really fun. Um, oh, and then it was midnight, and I was like, I gotta go home. <laughs> I was done. <laughs> My bad is calling. Like me. I had a full day. Yeah. So that was my birthday. It was really nice. And then the next day we were hungover. We just like hung out. And then I really wanted to go to dinner that night too because there was this other restaurant I really wanted to try. And Alex also kind of felt bad that he wasn't there for my birthday. So he's like, let's do dinner again. So we went to I don't know if it's the oldest restaurant in New York, oh. but it's called Gage and Toddler, and it, it like it opened in like eighteen fifty something. Oh, wow. Like, it's over 150 years old, and they closed um, a few years ago, and then they just reopened, like, a year ago, and it's so crazy because it's right in downtown Brooklyn, so, like, you're surrounded by all these, like, new buildings, new construction, but when you step in, it feels like you're, like, in the 1920s. Like, it has yeah. that look and feel, like, yeah. mirrors on the wall, like, the people are dressed very, like, old school, you know, like, like oh, with fun. their outfits. Yeah, and, like, their martinis are served in, like, cute little glasses. So it felt like really cool in there. It's just so crazy because the moment you step out, you're like downtown Brooklyn. But there, the food was really good. We just got like steak and like we shared a bunch of sides. And then I got like a martini, which I was like, I don't know who I think I am. <laughs> martinis. I know. I was telling Alex, I was like, I think I'm going to start just drinking like champagne and martinis like or like Prosecco because I like that more like that bubbly. Yeah. You know? I don't 
think I've ever had a martini. Or if I had, I don't remember the taste of it. If you have it, I recommend getting it clean because dirty is disgusting. And people that drink those are like psychopaths. (laughs) They taste like like cold olive juice. Like it's nasty. Oh. No. Um, Like a clean martini to me tastes really good. Um, So I had that. And then that was it. And then we were going to go out. and But we were both like, I don't know who we think we are. Like, we're going home. Two nights in a row. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, I'm done. I want to go home and, like, yeah. watch a movie. Um, and then Sunday was my brunch with my girls. Yes. We went to Vicks, which is, like, a cute little, I recommend a cute little restaurant. They're good for brunch. And, yeah, they had, like, a perfect table for us in the back. We sat. We relaxed. We drank. And then I went off on this movie, the documentary that we're going to talk about, because I was like, you guys don't get it. You really did. You, you were like, this documentary. Because I was in my feels. I watched it Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, like in the daytime before we went to dinner. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. And that's why when we started talking. I was like, I was like, you guys need to hear about this. Um, but that was it. It was a really nice, like, chill birthday weekend. Uh, now I get to like focus on Christmas because like I feel like I have yes. so much going on. Yes, because it's literally Alex's birthday, Leah's birthday, Thanksgiving, my birthday, and then now Christmas, and it's like oh my god, like I- I'm excited for like January, February, we can like relax. Right, like I'm not planning to go out anywhere in January, February. Same. Like, do not bother me for a good two three months. <laughs> Same, yeah. Um, I want to be home. Yeah. But yeah, it was really fun, and thanks to everyone who showed me love and my girls for coming out to brunch. It was just, it was nice. So I had a really good weekend. Have you opened um, your present? Like, have you? I did, oh my god! So Amy got me an advent calendar, which I've never had, and I've always wanted one. Girl, when I tell you, I came home tipsy on Sunday, and I was like, oh, let me like lay down for a little bit, and I was like, no, 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 can you open this? I want to see what's inside. Like, he's more excited than me. <laughs> He was like, hold up, before you go to sleep, let's, he's let's like, yeah, go. Yeah. He's like, I know it's like, he's like, because I was tipsy. I was, and he knew too, because he was like, oh, you haven't, you're feeling good. And I was like, yeah. He's like, can we just open number one? Because I was like, I had to catch up to like six. So I was like, right. I'm open it tomorrow so I can like enjoy it. But he was like, no, no, open it now. And I was like, all right. <laughs> but I love it. I opened it today. I got like a, a body wash. I've been using the lotion and I, the hand cream girl. That was like the second or third thing I got. And I was so happy because my hands is forever ashy. So the girl, when I got your present, um, the lady was telling me, she was like, our popular thing is like the hand cream. Like yeah. she's like, people come to, to get this hand cream. Like it's usually sold out because of how popular it is. She's like, like nurses and doctors usually like stack up on them because of how yeah. good they are and I was like really and I was, now that you're saying that is good I actually I want to go and get me like yeah I feel like it's a good gift too because they have sets and like people can just throw them in their bags mm-hmm. have one in the office like it's just always something nice to have I have it by my makeup stand now so before I leave I just throw some on but no it's the best um I also love their oil their almond oil have you had it before it's like their almond oil body wash if you if you've never tried this place what is it called L'Occitane I, I, always even, say the name I don't even know how to say the name but it's like L it's like a French store that yeah, I know it's French L'Occitane or something yeah it's like L apostrophe O C C T yeah A yeah you know but they have like a an almond body wash that's like an oil oh, it's my favorite and it, that's actually i think it was one of them that i already opened and i'm excited to use it but it's one of my favorites like because it smells so good and it also makes you feel so soft so yeah i'm excited but you know it's like i love it i'm excited to like open it slowly that's good. another thing that i heard about the hand wash the hand cream was that a lot of doctors like it and nurses and people that work in the medical field or like use their hands a lot is that um it doesn't wash off after like yes four or five washes like it's still pretty 
like hydrating. Then it doesn't get your hands all ashy. Like in other lotions, you know, one wash and that's it. You have to be and applied. You can feel it too. Like, cause when you wash your hands, sometimes they feel slippery and it's mm-hmm. like, oh wow, like all my lotion's gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's it such a good gift. Like yeah, it. I low key wish I gotten one for Chief because I see so many on TikTok now yeah. that do like the dog ones. I haven't seen like, the one from Trader Joe's. Yeah. Yeah, those sell out so quick. People do not play. But as far as as far as content, obviously I watched The Rescue, and then I was in this whole like documentary black hole because I was like, documentaries are so good. Like after watching that, I was like, I want to watch another one. So I watched Three Identical Strangers. Have you heard of this one? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. It's wild. Like another crazy fucking story. It's so about like three brothers, yeah, right? Three brothers, identical triplets, who were. Yes. who didn't know that each other existed until they were like 19 or 20 and basically mm-hmm. how it happened was one kid went to a college and when he got there he everyone kept saying hi to him like hey hey and he's like hey like he just thought he was like you know he's like oh maybe we were just friendly here and then he realized like um no like they kept calling him eddie and he's like my name's not eddie like my name's david or something and so finally the guy came up to him like his roommate was like you look just like this one kid like you should talk to him because like honestly like you guys have the same background you have the same birthday you both are adopted I think you should talk to him so he calls him and then he's like I heard my own voice like speak to me like he just like because they sound the same yeah so then he's like listen I, I live two hours away why don't you come see me we can talk as soon as they saw each other they like literally knew like we're brothers like they because they looked identical they moved the same like they had the same everything right so then there was like a new york times article written about them and this happened in the 70s and there was like an article written about them and then this mother saw the article and she's like this is my son like my son looks just like these two boys and so then he ended up you know meeting them and was like yep we're triplets like we all live together i mean we all like are the same and mm-hmm. so they end up like having a really good relationship. They ended up moving into like a, an apartment together in the city, growing up together, like, like getting married. Like they were all in each other's lives. Like after that, like they were like, it was one of those things where like they just felt instantly like connected. Like they right. were, like like time hadn't passed. Right. But their parents were pissed. Like, how did this happen? How did we not know? So the parents go to the agency and they're like, how did this happen? Like how did you not tell us? And they were like, well, we weren't sure if people wanted three. And all three parents were like we would have taken all three like Aww. what are you talking about like yeah. you know because who would do that like who would separate p- children yeah especially if they're identical exactly like it's just a terrible thing to do yeah. and like twins have that thing and like triplets i'm sure too where like y- you always feel like that longing i'm assuming because you know like you're meant to be with someone like a sister or a sibling right um but the crazy thing is that later on you actually find out that the agency was actually a part of a project where they were actually trying to do a scientific test to see how children were raised if they were raised in different environments so it was actually on purpose so it wasn't like them being like oh we we want to separate we want to separate them because people won't want them it was actually like a research project because they and they were all placed in different households like one of them was middle class one of them was high class and one of them was like blue collar so they wanted to basically see if their upbringing would be the same given that they were the same blood but grew, growing up differently and wow. that kind of really messed yes girl I was like are you kidding me and they didn't find this out till like they were like they already had their own kids so that really messed up their lives for a little while That's so then you kind of just talk about it yeah I was like shocked like I can't believe I had not watched this documentary like it's on Hulu so whoever's interested it's crazy I'm definitely gonna watch that now <laughs> yeah <sighs> 
I've seen the trailer. I, I remember seeing it when I went to a movie, the, to the yeah. movie theater to watch a movie, and they had like shown the trailer. And I was like, I remember being like, oh, I want to watch that. And then I forgot all about it. Yeah. No, I was like shocked. Like, I think Alex told me he'd seen it. But um, I think I don't think he mentioned the end of it because um, how like when you find out the truth, but I was just like, what the fuck? Because even just finding out that they they were all like, to get like um separated is like enough, but then right. to find out on top of this, it's like it was purposely done. Like it's just so messed up. Yeah. Um, but it was really good, and they all lived here in New York. I don't mm-hmm. know if they still live here, but they were all like they all I think came from the same agency. It was like a Jewish adoption agency. Okay. And I think it was like either long island or staten island i forget but one of the they're just such a crazy story yeah yeah so if anyone's interested i thought it was really good but that's it that's all what i really watched mm-hmm. i was busy running around the city yes you are girl <laughs> you were out and about but what about you so what did i do this week well obviously your birthday which it was yep. nice to like just sit and you know chat and oh wait real quick i forgot to mention also chief went to see santa claus oh yes <laughs> we took him to the mall and they do like you can take pictures of of, of your dog with, uh, with santa claus and they're they were doing it only on mondays for some reason because i'm sure the weekends it gets crowded but we took them it was so cute and we have a bunch of pictures i posted some on my ig so if anyone's interested <laughs> it's so cute he looked little paul oh my god girl I- that will kill me i was like because i didn't even notice because i they sent me all the pictures like um to download okay. so i slowly looked at them and i was like oh my god the paw on the hand like i died no, it's too cute. It's and before cute. i left i look at santa i was like he said he wants treats for christmas and then i walked away <laughs> santa's like uh okay <laughs> yeah he well, that's cool but yeah, that was it. That was officially it. <laughs> um, my yeah, so like we went out for your birthday, which is nice to just um, you know, catch up with friends and just celebrate you, girl. Yeah, it was really fun. Yes. Um, I had a housewarming party to go to. It was my friend. She just moved to to Queens in Astoria. Um, nice. so she had a little get together at her place. We played games. Eight. Um, and I feel like Astoria is becoming like really up and coming, right? It is, I mean, it's a nice there. place. Like, I like where she lives. Um, there's a lot of restaurants, a lot of it's like pretty. Um, there's active. that one avenue, I forgot what it's called. Like, the, the, the train goes down it. There's like a ton of restaurants because Gary used to live around that area. Oh, okay. I forgot mm-hmm. the I know it's that she's by the end train, I think. Yeah, or something along those lines. Um, but yeah, no, they have a lot of restaurants and pretty much for anything they have like South American food, Central American food, they have, you know, Greek, Portuguese, yes. like pretty much a little bit of everything you could find in that area. Um, so, far, Korean. so far I've tried the Chinese when I went to visit her a couple of times already and, uh, uh, Korean restaurant, no, Japanese restaurant. We had a sushi. Um, so the restaurants we've tried so far has been on oh, the Salvadorian restaurant, which yeah. is okay. But um, yeah, no, she has a good area. She invited some of her friends, uh, some friends like from her from college that she's really close to, and then you know us from work that she That's met, fun. and we just had a good time. We were just eating. Um, we played a game, and then we did white elephant. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah I got a, a a waffle maker. Oh cute, a mini yeah. one um so that was cute and oh i also got the the brands with the mini brands 
You know, the little things that people... Oh, yes. People love those. You get like a mini detergent and stuff. Yes. Like I got like mini wheats and hot tamales. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this? (laughs) Yeah. People like them. People really go out all out for them. It's really Mm -hmm. cute. I mean, they are cute. Yeah. They're so small, but I'm like, what am I going to do with them? Yeah. It's like, I don't have like a mini baby or anything to give it to. <laughs> yeah. I'm not one of those people to do collections. And I'm not- but I've seen on TikTok where people literally have like those white, you know, those clear containers, just yes. full of them. And I'm like, yo, like these are the people that have houses that when you open the door, like star- stuff falls out. Exactly. <laughs> Like I'm sure they have a whole room dedicated to this because people be going all out with the little mini stuff. Yeah, and it's like people without even kids. Like they're just like, oh, I just like buying yeah. shit. Like it's like okay. Like it's literally, literally people collecting these things. But yeah, it's there. I really don't know what to do with it. Um. Also, my one of my friends um is stood with me for like three days because she was moving back. Um, to New York City from oh yeah you mentioned that last time yeah yeah so I'm so happy she's back uh her and I met at work we used to work together um and she's not moving back um because she got a new job here in the city um so she's still like three days with with, um with me and you know and we were literally just watching Christmas movies Oh, that's the best. And just making fun of it. Like, we, she never watched, I think she only watched, so we, we I rewatched The Princess Switch. She only saw the first one. Oh, so yeah. we watched the second and third, and we were just making fun of it, and, like, how bad, it, like, it is. Like, the third one was horrible. I think I spoke about it, and I was sad. Like, yeah, you told me it's not even it. worth it, yeah. It's not even worth it. But we were just making fun of it, of the whole situation, how bad it was. But then we saw the worst, <laughs> such a bad Christmas. Oh my god, which one? It's on Netflix. I think it's called Christmas with a Prince. Oh, what is it? Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Is she like a doctor or something? No, okay, no. So it's not that one because I keep confusing it. It's another one. It's called... Oh, so we also watched the Christmas Castle one that you told us? Yeah. Girl, that was so- no, it was bad, but I was saying that I liked like the setting. No, like, the setting was really Christmasy. Cute. And yeah. the guy was from the Princess Bride. Did we talk about that? Yes, yes. Okay, so the, the guy is from guy, the Princess yeah. guy, uh, from the Princess Bride. But her and I were watching, and we were like, "This looks so forced." Like there was no connection. There was no chemistry. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. There was no. I, I felt like they literally were just like, "We're just gonna put them together and call it a day." Because um, they're both somewhat famous, because she's Brooke Shields, and right. then the guy's like that famous guy. But yeah, there was, I think, yeah, there was no chemistry, but I think on per- like a kind of on purpose in the beginning, because they were supposed to hate each other. Right. But I just like the castle. I was like, oh, I love this castle, and like the little rooms that she would like take her laptop to. I'm like, oh, that looks so cozy. Yeah. I mean, it was, that was all cute, like, like living in a castle, obviously. And the dog. And Dun- what is it, Dun- Dunzenbar? Dunbar? What was his name? What was the dog's name? He had a cute name. Oh, Hamus. Was it Hamus? Yes. Or yes. Hamish. Something Hamage. like that. Yeah. He was so cute. It was. Yeah, yeah. The dog was cute. The whole setting in a castle was cute. But I just felt like their their chemistry was yeah. forced. Like you didn't see no like development and like the love. <laughs> I was like, my friend I was like, yeah, though. Also, he kept like playing her out, like, oh, I want to be with you, like, why you want to move in? And then she was, she was like, I, I just like, I like you, like. <laughs> so the movie that we watched that it was so horrible. It was in 2011. It's called A Princess, A Princess for Christmas. I want, I'm gonna look it up. A princess Mija. For 
when I tell you it was bad, it was bad. Oh, I see it. It looks cheap. Not only that, there's this. <laughs> so the story is about this um, woman who's taking care of her niece, niece and nephew because mm-hmm. their their parents passed away in a car accident. The father okay. was a prince in some country, in the second country it is. Is they, but they never like the father stopped talking to his son when he married the the girl's sister because she was a commoner, um, and had no title. So he kind of forgot about his his grandkids. But now all of a sudden he like wanted to see them, so he invited them over to the castle for Christmas. And in the midst, she meets the you know her I guess her brother in law the yeah. the guy's um younger brother or older brother um whatever you know fall in love all of that but wait are they related no it was just a brother-in-law oh they were, okay, okay yeah i see what you're saying okay. yeah they weren't related in, in any of that sense um just that you know her sister and, and his brother were married oh um, okay so he was like the okay i get what you're saying okay yeah um uh, the the problem in this movie, apart from the fact that the acting was horrible and everything in it, the teenager, who's supposed to be, I'm guessing, like 14, is actually a 20, is played by a 24-year-old man. I love doing that. <laughs> but like this guy who was 24 looked like he was a teenager. Like, you know, the, the guy looks young. He definitely had makeup on. Some guessing yeah. Are you talking about the the redhead guy, like the yeah. guy? That she, oh, it's crazy because I just watched the trailer and he's in that show, um, The Outlander, and that show's so famous now. So I'm surprised he was in this cheap ass movie. So yeah, so like the one that plays the prince, the brother, yes. he's in Outlander. Yes. yes, I never watched that on Outlander, but my friend was yes. the one that mentioned that he. She was like, "Oh, he's in this," but the one. Let me look up the name for that kid. Or well, that man—he's not a kid. The one that played the thirteen, the fourteen-year-old, is Travis Turner. I'm gonna look him up. And I haven't seen him in anything. He doesn't look familiar. Um, pero this man was 24 when this movie, when he made this movie, he was playing. He's 34 now. He look old as hell. Yes. And I'm just like pictures. There's I, no one. I'm just like, I know when this woman was talking to this boy when he was reprimanding him. I was like, I know she couldn't put it, she couldn't hold, like, she couldn't not laugh. Like, I oh, would yeah. be like, did anybody take this thing seriously? Because, and even yeah, his voice, like, funny. his voice sounded so, like, like a kid. A kid? That's crazy. And my friend and I just like it because we were like, we gotta know how old is this kid because this kid, this kid is looking kind of not fitting the, you know, something is wrong with this kid. We look it up. He, he was twenty four when he when he did the movie. He's thirty four now. He plays this kid, and we're just like, this makes no sense. I know yeah. nobody took him seriously during this movie. That's funny. But it was so bad. It was such. Oh, and then the dress that she wears at the end, we were like, this came from where? They say came from Italy. And that it cost them money. We were like, where? Because I know that dress did not cost the amount that y'all supposed to be saying. Yeah. 
my god. Because it came from Italy. My friend and I were like, Caitlin, if you're hearing this, you're probably laughing. I'm looking up at the I'm looking at the cast because I'm dying right but now. The girl is familiar. She's been in a couple of things. She was in her yeah. name is Katie Matt McGrath. She oh, she's was, like a ton of TV shows. It looks like she does a lot of TV shows. Yeah, she was definitely um very popular in the show Merlin. She was in Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where I know her from, from Supergirl. Because I used to watch that. I haven't watched it in a while. Yo, 88% of people like this movie. <laughs> no, I need, I need to talk to them 88 people. Because I want to know who thought this movie was good. 88? Oh my god, yeah, the dress is hideous. That like teal thing. Girl, and the way that it fit her, we were like, no. No, no. Also, in, in that movie with Brick Shields, that mo- that fucking dress she picked at the end, too, drove me nuts. I was like, you gonna pick this with those flats? And she wore flats. I was like, how she tall had is Brick Shields? She had the plaid, because it was Scottish, you know? She had branches in her hair. I was so mad. <laughs> I'm like, Brooke Shields is like one of the most beautiful women in the world, and this is what you put her in. This is what they put her in. I was just like, I can't. No. Um, what a What a freaking movie. But I mean, these Christmas movies are out of control. They come out of nowhere. Like people, I think people really love them because there's like 18 of them like every year. Yes. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna watch even if it's bad. Like yeah. But some of them are really horrible, and this is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're planning to watch it, I mean, watch it. But definitely gonna be making some fun. You're gonna make yeah. be making fun of it. Um. So yeah. So that's pretty much what I what we watched. I really haven't watched any like TV shows or movie a- apart from like The Rescue. Um, I've been kind of busy. Yeah. So I haven't really been watching. And my friend was over, and that's pretty much what we, we did. We just rewatched some of the Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, and I've been watching Grey's Anatomy. I'm still in the first season. Oh shit! Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, I'm still making my well, I'm still making my way through the first. You're gonna be here till the end of time. And now it's getting interesting. Like I feel, I feel like the first few episodes, I'm like, okay. And now it's getting more. Like I'm um, here just to learn about the. I want to know how many episodes are in a season. Like thirty. So the first season is only nine episodes, oh, and then I they were long. After that, there's like twenty plus. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They are because it's a whole year almost like a show, right? Right. Yeah. But and I'm only in the first season. I'm episode like four or five, um, and I'm really just interested in the cases more than anything. <laughs> like yeah. you got you know the characters and their drama between them, but and also I'm not liking Alex right now. <laughs> but I hear that his character development is amazing, so I'm gonna wait for that. Yeah, but let's see. Um, so yeah, that's about it. And books, I started reading The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. It's actually, um, it, it was converted into a movie now that comes out December 10 oh, with okay. Lucy Howe from Pretty Little Liars. Is it an Amazon movie? I, I don't know. I know it's coming out in theaters and it says in streaming services, but I don't know what streaming. Because I think I saw a trailer for that because I always remember her because um, she, she's also in that other movie with the three sisters. With the three sisters. Um, The Letters, Dear, whatever. What's her? There is like a really cute movie. The cute movie with the little, the Asian sisters. And she writes a letter to all her boys. What are they called? <laughs> she's not in that one. Isn't she? No, that's not her. Oh, I'm confusing her with the other girl. And you were confusing with the older sister, right? 
Yes. Is yeah, no, no, no. She's not in To All the Boys I Loved Before. Okay, so no, I'm con- I always confuse her with that girl. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they always remind me of each other. Because she was, that girl was also in Pretty Dead Liars. That's why, yeah, I yeah. was getting too confused. But no, this is Lucy Hale. The, yeah, one of the, she's the one with the cute little bob. Yeah, right. I remember her. So she's in this movie um, along with Austin Stowell. Um, I've heard good things about, so no, I haven't heard good things. I heard mixed reviews about the book. Some people <laughs> like it, some people don't. I am one of those people that is having a hard time reading it. I think really? it's going to be a DNF for me. And a DNF means did not finish. And What's I usually mean? am not that type of person to not finish a book. I try to, even though I don't like it, I try to make my way all the way through it. But I can't, I can't, I can't finish it. What's it about? I don't know if it's about the, it's, if it's the writing style or I just, I don't know. I just can't get into it. But it's about Lucy. She's playing the yeah. character. Her, that's the character's name. Lucy and Joshua hate each other, not dislike. They hate each other. They're working for like a book publishing company that has to like merge together because they were like losing money. It was like during that time, like the um, published companies were 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 losing money or going down because you know the digitals were coming up, the audios were coming up, yes. so it was like people were not buying physical book. Um. So they're like passive aggressive maneuvers as they sit across from each other, executive assistants to co-CEOs of a publishing company. Lucy can't understand Joshua's joy- joyless, uptight, meticulous approach to his job. Joshua is clearly baffled by Lucy's overly bright color, bright clothes, quirkiness, and Pollyanna attitude. Now they're up to for the same promotion. Their battle of wills have come to head, and Lucy refuses to back down when their latest game could cost can cost her her dream job but the tensions between lucy and joshua has also reached to a boiling point and lucy is discovering that maybe she doesn't hate joshua and maybe she doesn't hate him and maybe he doesn't hate her either or maybe it's just another game it's just one of those movies yeah it's, 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 books it's like a contemporary romance yeah it's yeah. a contemporary romance i you know i'm into reading romances right now but i just can't get into it i don't i just i don't know if it's the writing style i just can't can't finish it so i think i'm just gonna wait for the movie to come out and just watch it um the move the book i am currently reading it's called the royal we by heather cox and jessica morgan it's another royal book (laughs) and it's about American Jessica Porter was never one for fairy tales. Her sister, her twin sister, Lacey, has been the romantic who who fantasized about glamour and royalty, fame, and fortune. Yet it's Bex who seeks adventure at Oxford and finds herself living down the hall from Prince Nicholas, Great Britain's future king. And when Bex can resist falling in love for Nick, the person behind the prince, it propels her into a world she is not expected to inhabit. Under the spotlight, she is not prepared to, to face. The pressures are almost too much as to bear as Beck struggles to reconcile with the man she loves with the monarchs he's fated to become. Now on the eve of the wedding of the century, Bex is faced with whether everything she sacrificed for, love, her career, her home, her family, maybe even herself, would have been for nothing. So it's a thick book. It's about 500 yeah, pages. Say, yeah. I've heard good things about it, and I, I'm actually really into it right now. <laughs> 
So I'm definitely going to finish this. There's also a second book. It's called The Air Affair. So let's see. But I'm really enjoying that book right now more than The Hating Game. Yeah, no, that one sounds rough. Yeah. And it's just so typical. I bet it's very like, like we know how it's going to end. Yeah. Like it's just very predictable. Right. Um, and then what I'm listening on audio is Will Smith's memoir, Met Will, which I am enjoying and I'm learning so much. I'm a, like, I love Will Smith. I love him as an actor. He's hilarious. You know, he's an, he's amazing. I love The Fresh Prince. It's one of my favorite shows. But I don't know much about like his upbringing and his childhood yeah. and like how he got into the business. So he's That's definitely, you know, um, talking to us about it and like we, um, and letting, you know, he talks about it. And it's really been interesting listening about his childhood and his upbringing and like his relationship with his dad and his mom and everything he went through. Um, a lot of people focus on his marriage with Jada, which we all know it's like yes. messy, the entanglement and everything. And I feel like that's what mostly people are 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 talking about more than everything else. Cause they Will does like open up about a lot of things. Apart mm-hmm. from his marriage, which is a very small thing, like a very small part in the book. He a lot uh, unleashes like he talked about so many other things that happened, which I think is more important than just his marriage. Agreed. So it's just like you know, and people like when I put Will, you know, or like I, like I told my sister, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm reading, you know, I'm listening to Will, um, Will Smith's book, and she's like, oh, you're hearing about his, you know, his entanglement and like Jada's relationship. Yeah. And I get it, but I'm like, there's ways, there's so much more in his life and memory. and I, I also feel like there's probably also so much more in their marriage than just yeah. that like that was just a hiccup or whatever i mean they've been married for how long yeah they've been married since like forever. 20 years or more yeah. like, it happens when you're together with someone for that long so yeah. even that's probably annoying because people they can there's probably so many good things about their marriage and people right. just focus on that i mean obviously they're working it out they're still together to this day yes. i mean they're both you know funny and have their own way of working things out um but yeah uh, I really like it. I'm learning so much. I'm still like in the beginning. I'm like I'm still in his chat. Like now I'm to the part where he's talking about how he got into the you know into the music business. I didn't even know that Jazzy DJ Jazzy Jeff and him were you know they they know each other since like since they were young. Oh, that's crazy. From you know from Fresh Prince. He's in Fresh Prince. Like I didn't know that they known each other since then. Like they started together into like the music yeah. business. Um. I didn't know that his name was already like Fresh Prince. That's what he was known in the streets, you know, before. Like I just thought it was just, you know, the show. Mm-hmm. But I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm making my way through it. I haven't watched the YouTube docu series that he's had that he has, but I'm definitely gonna watch it after I finish the book. So, and then on top of that, I'm choosing what books to bring with me on my vacation. Oh yeah, it's definitely gonna be you know a beach read because it's just easy yeah like easy relaxing yeah yeah so mostly it's gonna be like a romance romance books so i might bring a la like adios by alexis daria i loved her first book you had me at hola is very steamy so bringing that along and i also like abby jimenez's books um life life too short i haven't read it but i've read her other two books so i'm definitely gonna bring those two because they're already my like my favorite authors and i already read books from them so yeah I already know I'm going to enjoy it, you know? And plus, the flight is like six hours, so I need to find something to do with them most times. Exactly, <laughs> And yeah. it's early, so. 
Um, and that's pretty much it on my side. Now for Let's the cheese The cheese Okay, starting off with Anthony Ramos cheating on his beautiful fiance, Jasmine Cephas Jones. Just yeah. a little background about them. They met um, during Hamilton when they were both in the play Hamilton on Broadway. They met at rehearsals. They've been together since then. Um, he proposed to her a few, I want to say 2019, I want to say he proposed to her. Yeah, it's been like a few years, right? Yeah. So they met in 2014 during the rehearsal, the rehearsals of Hamilton. He played um, John Lawrence and Philip Hamilton, and she played Peggy Schleiler, Schleiler and Maria Reynolds in those. So they each both had two roles. Okay. Um, in the play, in the Hamilton play. Then they became official I, around 2015. Um, and I believe he, they, um, he proposed in 2018, 2019, maybe. Let me look. I'm looking for, yeah. Um, yes, in 2019, January 2019 is when they, they became on the red carpet as fiancés. Um, he had proposed to her over, I guess, the holiday, Christmas holidays. Because she wrote a post about like him getting down on one knee. It was Christmas. It was snowing, whatever the case may be. Oh, my God. <sighs> Forward now to 2021. Mister has become, you know, a little bit more. It's more of a household name. He did Hamilton. He, he did. did um, she Got a Give, I think, is another Netflix series. Mm-hmm. And he did in the Heights, you know, so he's getting out there. She's also had a good, you know, um, career apart from Hamilton. She's been on This Is Us, I believe. She's had her own show, like independent shows. Yeah, I believe she did like a role in This Is Us or something like or something. And I love This Is Us. I don't remember her, but I, I honestly sometimes that show like I I forget about it. Yeah. Uh, I never watched This Is Us, so I'm not even sure. Also, Anthony Ramos, you know, did drop the whole album. So you know, they've have they both have had you know their success. I think now she recently just won an award. I forgot what they won an award, what she won an award. But they both have had like their success separately. You know, yes. after Hamilton. Bueno, Mr. Ramos decided that. And I'm guessing this is after, what was the last awards that happened? Um, the one that we spoke about. The People's Choice or something? Was it the People's Choice? No, it wasn't the People's Choice. American Music Awards? I don't know. American Music Awards. I think that was the yeah. one that we last recapped. Because it was in LA, I believe. If I'm not yes, mistaken. yes. When, oh, mister, on November something is what the girl wrote. So a TikTok... Um, user went viral. Went, went viral. She she's a stripper at the strip club that Anthony Ramos went on, and she noticed them. She was like, "Oh, I, remember, I know this guy looks familiar," and she was mm-hmm. like, "Wait, but that's not his wife." So she looks him up. She's like, she she looks him up to see who his wife, and she's like, "Yeah, that definitely is not his wife." His because the girl that he was with was a white girl. Yeah. And they were like kissing up on each other, all up on each other, and at a strip club together. Which and at a strip club. I love it because she doesn't say names. And at the end, she put, like, a blurry, like, faraway picture of them together. Yeah, but you can tell it's him. Yeah, kind of. Because at first I was like, who? But then in the the video, she put, like, a clip of an article 
she erases the name, but she keeps some of the words. And you know me, I was like, and I already know in the comments, people were like, Anthony Ramos, like they were saying, yeah. this is Ramos. And I was like, I gotta look at the article. So I looked it up and it was like him talking about, it was a People Magazine article saying how he is, her, like Jasmine is his rock and how much he loves her. But right. that's not that much because it's all out in the open now. I know, it's so bad. It's like... And literally days after this TikTok went viral, she they separated, they broke up. Yeah, they announced Called off it. engagements. Now I see that she's, I do follow her, and she's now, she's um, from the UK. So she went, it looks like she went back home to the UK yeah. um, and spending time with her family. I didn't even know she was British. That's wild. Yeah, she's British. Um, so she's back where you know over there for the holidays. I'm guessing and just trying to get away from all of this. Anthony has not said a, a peep out of this, but um, people were saying like fame got to his head. Yeah, it sucks because it's like obviously like we were engaged for a long time, and I'm sure if this would have happened and they could have had a discussion, but the fact that it's public and so public that it's like it's hard to come back from that like it's always embarrassing when people know your business and like to the level of this degree like yeah like i don't know how you really come back from it seriously they were together so disrespectful so so disrespectful they were together for six years and none of them have like said a statement or to confirm the news or anything like that he's going silent that's Instagram. a long time like yeah. they need like a minute like that's hard and they were living together because like i said i follow both of them and, and like mm-hmm. they were living together already here in new york um and then i think they moved to la i want to say like they had they have dogs together and everything like they had already their their home and all only to ruin yeah, it because he couldn't keep his shit in his pants or something you know and then people was like in the comments people was like as a puerto rican man would I know. No. I was gonna say people always have something to say about that. I mean, they always. He was like, "Of course, he's Puerto Rican." <laughs> I honestly think, if anything, it's the fame. Like you were saying, I think people you know, women, come, women come out of the woodwork. They see you one thing, they're like, "Oh, let me slide into those DMs." No, it is yeah. what it is. It's the fame, and you know, he probably got a big head because he was in that movie, and he's yeah. gonna. I'm sure he's gonna be in a lot other movies. So. Also, other things could have been happening between the relationship. Maybe yeah, they we don't know everything. Obviously, if he's doing things, traveling, and she's, you know, maybe more local, then it's hard. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. but like on Instagram, they were just showing how much love they they have for each other. Like literally, a lot of like the Instagram was mostly, not mostly, but a good chunk of it is just sharing their love that they have for each other. Yeah. Um. You know, he, she was supporting him when his album dropped. Yeah damn it's like um, what if that tiktok didn't get go viral or something like i wonder if she would have ever found out right. you know, I about that too because people always say that like it's one thing the crime but the other thing is like if, if you confess to the crime mm-hmm. instead of being caught like that's the other thing too so not to make okay so i'm here reading through this article so they got engaged in december of 2018 in europe he proposed on christmas eve original one thing is, do not propose to me on a holiday. Do not propose to me on a, um, on a birthday. No. I want it to be a random fucking day. Exactly. Please, do not ruin a holiday for me. Damn, now she hates Christmas Eve. Uh, I, hope I hope not, no. Because yeah. British, they love Christmas over there. They do create a cute-ass Christmas Yeah, shit. but obviously now that day is going to be hard for her, you know? Yeah. Um, and, to, and also to find out this way that, you know, yes. your fiancé is out... It, it was through a video, like the club, yeah. 
and she had just won an award the night before i forgot for what role she was in and she i think she also thanked her you know anthony in it and people were probably already were like "Ooh, you don't know girl but oh, that sucks yeah oh whatever honestly i wonder if this is gonna like also kind of look down like make people question like if they want him in his movie or something like could this ruin his career probably not because hollywood don't care about shit like that but honestly i'm not paying to see that man right and it was and i really like like and then you know he did great and in, in the heights like hamilton mm-hmm. i saw him when he was you know on the cast and it was if he was great in it too so it sucks um yeah when and i was i was just rooting for them i was rooting for them yeah, they were so same. cute Sheesh, men, men, gotta ruin shit. And talking about men ruining shit. We got the next one. Tristan Thompson. But this is not even a man. This is a straight up dog because he's done this how many times? Three, four, five times. Pretty that we know of. Exactly. So Khloe Kardashian's baby father is out here being messy once again. Again, yeah. (laughs) Apparently. He has a third child coming with a personal trainer from Texas. So what I heard, like, I don't know if this is true because I didn't read a ton about it, but he apparently paid her off so that she wouldn't, she would stay silent. Like he gave her like a 75K and he had the nerve to say, you know, like, I don't know if I'm going to have enough money in a few years. Like, so you better take it now. What are you talking about? (laughs) Like first, He was denying the child. Mm-hmm. And I think he got served for paternity. He needed to take a paternity test, and it comes out that, that this, the child is coming in. Damn, they serve you those these days? That's I don't crazy. know. Because I guess she served them with child support papers. Mm. And I guess. But the best way to prove it is, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, yeah, he's being sued for child support by Marlene Nichols, is what her name is. Um, she is already a dad to a four-year-old son, Prince, from his previous relationship um, with Jordan Craig, and obviously he has a three-year-old daughter with Chloe. True. Yes. Um, and now he has a third one coming in. So, as you said, he was trying to pay her off. She was like, "We're not gonna do this. I'm gonna serve you with child support papers." That's so crazy. He was literally trying to keep this under. You know, on the low because he obviously he didn't want Chloe to know nor any of the Kardashians. But of course, it came out in the open. So embarrassing. Again, it's not the crime; it's how you try to cover it up. Exactly. Um, and people, you know, are mad because it's like Chloe keeps. They were like, "I hope people are like, I hope Chloe doesn't take him back." Like that girl. This is embarrassing. Like the, everything he's done was embarrassing, but this just also goes to show the kind of man he is. That exactly. he's willing to like pay this woman off and probably never see this child again, and just you know, yeah. act like nothing happened. And he's been trying to win Chloe Hart back. You know, you know they were kind of together, I guess, or not really official on the low. Girl. We saw some parts of that in the in the Kardashian show. Yeah. Um, telling her he wants to be together, and she was even thinking about having more kids with him. You know, and one of the one of the episodes I remember seeing how she was like, Yeah, like you know, I would want more kids with him at the end of the day. Oh my god. Glad it never went through and hopefully it doesn't. Like but she's rich enough that she can literally have whoever she wants. She's rich enough that she can, you know, yeah, get like a, a donor, like girl, like you don't need this man. No, she doesn't. He's just trouble. 
literally. And now people are even saying to Chloe that she should apologize to Jordan. Oh, fuck. Because she's not going to do that. She's not going to apologize. But people are like, you did Jordan wrong. Like, ob- yeah. obviously, your, your man's is the problem. Yes. Hands, you know? like, hands down, yeah. And, you know, Jordan, you know, Jordan said her piece and she said what she, you know, what happened. But evidently, it's the man who's the problem. And people were just yeah. like, you need people should, you should go like go and apologize to Jordan for what happened and what you said and everything. Yeah, no, it's, it's like really sad. And I think I also like think about their baby, like eventually their baby's going to grow up. Mm-hmm. She's going to be 10, 12 years old. She's going to look at the internet mm-hmm. and see all these terrible things that her father did. And it's like, is he not thinking about that? exactly like do we, and even like low-key with chloe just be like wow like this is the kind of woman you are that you're just gonna keep forgiving this man who's treating you like utter shit and embarrassing you right so i'm gonna read more this, chloe can anybody literally Stop. chloe can anybody yeah. and chloe has been like i don't even think she's said anything she hasn't put out a statement or anything yeah regarding it's probably for the best because like yeah. she is she, you're just gonna like embarrass yourself like just exactly stay home she's just gonna yeah, this man just keeps embarrassing her. But yeah, I'm gonna read a little bit about uh, from this article from People uh, magazine. Mm-hmm. It says the documents show that Nicholas is suing Thompson for child support and other pregnancy-related fees. The Sacramento Kings player admitted to having sex with the personal trainer on at least one occasion. Um, Thompson ordered quote-unquote, genetic testing in July before amending his petition in Texas court last month. According to the court documents, Thompson's rep did not respond to people's requests to comment prior to the publication. Um, A source tells people that Chloe um, and Thompson, quote-unquote, were together in March and knows about the baby but hasn't known for long terrible at least she knew before everything came out right yeah but still yeah um tamsin and kardashian have had an on and off uh have been on and off for several years and most recently split in june so they were together i didn't even know that i know they were like low-key you know kind of low-key but i didn't even work and stuff yeah yeah um a source previously told people that the exes are continuing to quote unquote keep things friendly for truth's sake. Um, let's see what else. Yeah, so that's pretty much it on that. Uh, well, I mean, at least she knew about it. It was better, like you know. Yeah. Thankfully, he told her about it before it came out. If he was the one that actually told her about it, or it was you know somebody found out and then told yeah. her. But yeah, Tristan Tristan Thompson is just yeah. This needs to be it. I hope we don't hear about this man anymore. Because seriously, like I hope he doesn't come back into the show. I mean, I know the show ended, but whatever Hulu show that is happening, yeah. I just no. hope that you know, Chloe can move on and find someone better. Yeah, she definitely does. She needs to have like a Travis Barker moment because she's been through it. I kind of feel bad for her because she really is like the funniest one. And like, I feel like one of the funnier sisters. So it's like you just want her to find someone. But damn. I mean, out of all the Kardashians. had bad luck with love. Yes. I mean, out of all the Kardashians, I would rather be friends with Chloe. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Rather just be friends. Yeah. Nobody. I mean, maybe Kim. But Chloe is just the one that I'd rather be friends with. 
Oh, See how well, it's, you know, spans. Hopefully this is like the end of them and she's able to find somebody who really respects and appreciates her. Yeah, because enough's enough, girl. Seriously, please do not take this man back, please. No. Um, And the last thing that is not talking about all the messiness. No. Is National Geographic's documentary, The Rescue, um, which is on Disney Plus. That's where I saw him. Um, and just to give a little, you know, background about it, it's about the 13 children that were trapped in a cave in Thailand. It was, I believe, 12 children and their coach, um, who was 25 at the, at the time. Um, and the ages ranges between 11 to 16. They were trapped from the Tham Luang Nong Nong cave and, Xi'an Rai Providence in northern Thailand. They were there for about 16 days. It's the craziest story, y'all. <laughs> and I remember hearing about it and like Same. the news, but I never really looked into it more. The only thing I was like, are these the kids going to come out, you know, alive? Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying to you guys on pr- at brunch. I was like, I remember the story and I remember them coming out and us being all happy, but I didn't realize how they did it. And yeah. that's what made the documentary so fucking crazy. <laughs> This documentary broke it down, and the fact that the the ones obviously so there was the Thai Navy SEALs that were they were involved. They were, they were involved. first at the scene, right? But they didn't have the right like um like equipment, equipment. as well as like the the right um training to cave dive because right. basically these caves. So what happened basically was these caves you can normally walk in them. But during the monsoon season, they're usually closed because they get flooded. Mm-hmm. But the monsoons came a little earlier than expected. And so that's how the kids got trapped because normally they would have been closed. Right. So then at that point, you ha- the only way to get these children out was to basically swim un- within these caves. But like I said, the Navy SEAL were not prepared. No. So they these had to kids get real were in Yes. This cave. Like when, when they were showing the map of how far they were from the entrance, mm-hmm. I was like, they, re- they really went up in there. Yeah, and I remember going cave splunking when I was in Philippines. In the Philippines, mm-hmm. it, I mean, I was in the cave. I was going yeah. up the cave. They had like, <laughs> you know? yeah, and just the thought of like just that experience alone, it is because it's claustrophobic. Like it's really tight. Like yes. going up through these caves because I I was going to go zip lining, so we had to go. It was called cave splunking. I had to go yeah. up this cave to go to the top to come down in the zip line. You know. And I was just thinking about that and then thinking about, you know, this cave with and like watching the documentary with the kids. And I'm just like, these kids were really in there. So I'm assuming they were there's like another exit, right? I think that's what they were trying to do. Yeah. Were they going to try to get out the other side? Because that's what Alex said. He's like, I think if anything, they were trying to get out the other side. Right. Because like you said, they were all the way in. And it's like, how do you get out of there anyways? <laughs> like without the water. Yeah. Because it was either you have to come back down. But yeah. I think they were leaving to another exit. Yeah, you just have to go through the egg, you know, through the other side. But it was, it was, they were trying to see if they could rescue them from that that entrance or exit. Yeah. But it was too tight and it was impossible. Yeah. For them to come or, you know, for people. But they couldn't dig them out because it's literally a cave within a mountain. Like there's just so much like chaos. And then the other option was leaving them in there, which that's what the Thai government wanted to do. Like, but the monsoon doesn't clear up for six months. They would have gotten them in October. And by that point, they would have died because of the lack of oxygen within the cave. Right. So they and were, also, there were zero food. options. Yes, food. I mean, there were going to swim and give them, give them the food. So basically, eventually, they get professional cave divers who go in and 
they basically discover that there's no way they can save these kids like taking them out because they saved these four men who panicked as fuck like because they basically found these four men just sitting there like Mm -hmm. we've been trapped too and there was only 30 seconds like from the moment that from where they were the chamber that we're in because they kind of talked about it in chambers yeah that's how i kept referring to it kind of could lift and get some air so they were in the cer- I think it was in chamber, in chamber one or two. three. Or, I three. think they were in three, and then they got them out. Yeah. Yes, and it was only a thirty second, like them Dive. being in the water for thirty second. Um, and they were breathing through the tube and everything, but they were yeah. saying how they were like wiggling and scared, and they were like, if they were doing this only for thirty seconds, imagine a two and a half hour trip trip underwater, and the kids being like and little and yeah. i think the other thing too is that like when you're doing this and like someone because the guy said it basically the reason people get so freaked out is because someone else is guiding you you mm-hmm. can't see and the first thing you, you're normally your body the instinct is to go up for the air right and that's what the men kept trying to do and so that's why he's like there's no way we can do these with children because right. one they already been down here for so long and they're gonna they're afraid like they're, they're kids. weak yeah yes so let's break down the divers the ones that came to rescue these kids were divers. Yeah. First of them were two British um, divers that they do this as fun. It was a weekend hobby for them. Mm-hmm. Like they go cave diving for fun. It wasn't like this is something they specialize. They got, you know, I mean, I'm sure they probably got their license or something, but it was a weekend thing they did. Like one of them was a retired fireman. Mm-hmm. The other one was like an IT cons- consultant. And then they brought more of these people that are within yeah. this club from different parts of the world who, again, do this as a weekend. There was that one guy who was like, they showed him diving and it was pitch black. And he's like, oh, I love it down there. And I'm like, yo, that's what we're talking about. Like, these are, that was them. Like, they go down there to explore. One of them was a doctor and he was actually one of the ones that went into the cave to administer the ketamine to make the kids fall asleep and go under so basically so their could. solution what they decide to do is yes. and the guy basically just emails his friend like listen do you think it's possible for us to like like sedate these children and take them that way and the mm-hmm. guy's like there's no fucking way because you need to keep someone's chin up when they're sedated because they have to breathe right but they somehow came up with some concoction it's ketamine and then i think it was like um xanax to like yeah. relax them so they basically like like roofied these kids like literally yeah put them to sleep and that's how they took them a two-hour journey through these caves and that's how they saved them like that blew my mind girl and not only that at one point when the when the ketamine and stuff started like and the kids are twitching they started twitching on the they had a, a minister again before the kids woke up yes so they could go back under and just going under i mean i mean i'm sure a lot of us have gone under we had to do anesthesia and stuff like that for a surgery or whatever and you know that's already a freak a freak out yes but the fact you know these kids had to go under and i'm like the parents must have been freaked out and just, i don't do you think they told i think they didn't I, tell anybody because that's how they got they basically were, they cleared up the whole area they didn't tell anybody they told everybody to go back yes yeah um and the only way people knew was because they saw the ambulances coming out and that's when they knew those were like kids in the ambulances and during the time that they were like trying to plan it somebody was recording the meeting and they were like are you recording and the guy like yeah the boy is basically the Thai, the Thai government basically like kind of not threatened them but kind of was like if something goes wrong we're gonna put it on you because right. our our plan is just to leave them in there and we know we we think or know that they'll survive but the what you're thinking is very dangerous right but they knew that this was the only option because they would have died of the lack of oxygen because they tested the oxygen so the two divers that got were the first two the British divers who got to 
finally see these kids. They were like the first two people that these kids have. Yeah, that's when I started crying. That video. And they're like, hi. They're like trying to talk to like one of them knew English pretty, you know, yeah. pretty well. And he's trying to communicate them. And he was like, we're just hungry. Like we need food. Yeah. Like they didn't even say we want to get out of here. They're like, please just feed us. <laughs> they were like, they've been drinking cave water this whole time. And they're like, they were like somebody was like one of the kids were like, did he tell them we need food? Like we yeah, hungry. I know. And then they tested, like, the oxygen level, and they had, like, a machine to test the oxygen, and it went, like, literally the moment he turned it on, it went off. It went off, yeah. Which showed how bad the oxygen level was going, was in there. Yeah. Um, They were all pretty, they were all small. They were so, so tiny. And one of them, so the whole concoction thing, sorry. So the whole concoction thing that they had to put to keep their heads up, um... Like one of them was really them. small for it, for yeah. it, and they had to do like extra like things. And they were like to... construction paper duct tape that thing around his face. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> and you know, the divers were talking about how, you know, taking they were so scared about having this kids under you know anesthesia <sighs> or you know or whatever, and having to bring because they were like if they were to pass away or die yeah, on this journey, me. yeah. Like they were so scared for this kid, kids, and even the doctor like so precious. Like yeah. they were like, "This is precious cargo," and he's like, "What's the kid? What's his name?" Like, I, I girl, I couldn't. And I was like, like I kept calling them like precious cargo, and like my yeah. heart I was like, "Oh, they call them that." And that one guy was like, "This is my child right now." Like this is, yes. it's like having like a real life mission. Like mm-hmm. think of like I don't know, a cop or like fucking Tomb Raider when she's doing missions, but like with a baby. Yes, and one of them at one point stopped breathing, and they got scared. They're like trying yeah. to pump him and like bring him back because they weren't he wasn't breathing i think it was like the mask it was like yeah like blocking his breathing because once they took it out they said it was fine but they kept but trying putting it. back oh. in and they're doing all this underwater in like a tight space like it is crazy and then at one point they lost the rope yeah the last one and then they, they ended up in a whole other chamber that they didn't know and then he almost stabbed himself with a drug and oh, then he yes. had two of us i was like oh my god I mean, just two bodies floating. Uh, it was, yeah. And, and this took, I think, three or four days to do because it they was, did yeah. three or four kids each day because they couldn't do more than that because they didn't have enough divers. And also, you know, the journey took over three hours. And the, and the crazier thing was that once they got finally out, it was another hour to the top. I was like, my yeah. God. And the crazy thing after that is like literally when the last when the last kid was coming out and was saved and there was, you know, came out the cave and everybody, all the other workers were coming out, the cave collapsed. Like it was submerged underwater. Like literally. Because one of the pipes burst because they, this whole time they're trying to get water out. So they're pumping it out and one of them burst. So it started getting flooded. So it was like a sign. And they said it too. It was like a spiritual thing being like, that's it. You got them. Go. Go. And then literally submerged for six months after that. Yeah, so they would have died. It was like a, I think it was six. Like, yeah. Yeah, um, I cried in many parts. I cried when the mom was call- when one of the moms were calling in the cave. Was like, it's time to go home. Come out. Like, we gotta yeah. go. I cried when the ex Navy SEAL passed away because there yes. was one of them that actually passed away. He lost o- oxygen on his way to one of the chambers. Um, so 
also about that because there was they they, it's a very spiritual country like they're very they believe in a lot of spirits um and they actually had like i don't i think like a shaman come and pray oh yeah he prayed he said there's going to be two lives sacrificed and so then i went to wikipedia and obviously that navy seal died Mm -hmm. and then a few a year later another man died because while he was there he caught he caught like a blood infection from i guess the water or the blood and i was like that's crazy because that's two lives right so I was like, yo, like, that's wild. I was waiting to see if the second one, because you said it might be two lives that might be yes. sacrificed. And mm-hmm. we did see the first Navy SEAL, who was an ex-Navy SEAL. And at the time, I didn't know his wife was in the documentary. Yes. But in the beginning, it didn't, I didn't know he passed away. I knew somebody passed away, but I didn't know it was his, like, her husband. And then they, when they did, I was, she was, like, crying. And she was, like, when she called him a hero, I started crying. I was, she like, was like oh, I'm just so proud a hero. of the hero's wife. Yeah. And then you know they show the funeral, um, yeah, and how you know he's now uh, a hero. Another part that I, that I cried is when the two British divers first saw the kids. Yes, that's when I cried too. And then when they were saved, like literally, I was just crying when they were just all coming out. When they in the hospital, like peace on. Yes, that eating. part like, too. Girl, and when the moms were telling all the divers, like, thank you so much. I for cried this. there too, yeah. I, I, by the end, I was bawling throughout the whole thing. I, I literally, it was either my mouth was open wide because I was in shock or I was crying. Yeah. Like literally this documentary recommend to watch it this is a christmas movie okay this is a christmas miracle <laughs> literally was a miracle and this happened in july june of yeah but you know christmas in july yeah um but you know, honestly, i saw them 18 i also loved and i think that's what made me cry too at the end when they talk about how, how it was like not even just a thai thing but it was like people from the united states yeah the uk people from australia like and i have chills right now talking about it but he became such an international like phenomenon and like mm-hmm. how everyone cared about these kids and like how special like we all knew like especially once we found out that they were alive yeah like it's like we all got like you know holy spirit activate like we were all just woke and we were like, we gotta save these kids seriously like the holy spirit really did activate in everyone and and it was beautiful because they were saying there was definitely language barrier between all the countries that were there yes. there was definitely misunderstanding but at the end of the day it, the goal was to save these kids the kids and like that's literally what they did. Like even and they all celebrated at the end. There was like a Jack Daniels being passed around after they saved yeah. the last kid. Um, but yeah, even with just like the language barrier and just trying to communicate, the end goal was to save these kids and their coach. Mm-hmm. And that is what they did. It was just to save yeah. lives. Um Yeah. And they and saved all of them. I mean, unfortunately they lost, you know, the Navy SEAL and that other individual like a year yeah. later, but they they save these kids i wish they had given us a little bit of an update like i wonder how these kids are doing especially yeah. it's been a few years but it was just it was great i also um also the men did meet the kids at the yeah. end too like they came to the hospital it was just really cute it's really special yeah. the only thing that had distressed me out was that doctor because that doctor was like so serious he kept saying like when one of them dies and i was like damn but me and Alex were talking about it and we were saying how sometimes doctors have to be that way they can't guarantee they can't and they also can't think like oh this is a precious life a baby like they have to be very like you focused because like this yeah. is something i i do a day to day so you can't be like that emotional about it right. but he was low-key heartless he was like well but one of them dies like that's i told you yeah he <laughs> like, was heartless in the beginning because that's what he like that's what he had to do because it was just like you know doctors learn and me just watching Grey's anatomy and just <laughs> yeah seeing these things like they really have to be in some way they can't it's hard not to but to like to like keep the emotions, but emotions out of it. yeah you have to yeah. keep the emotions out of it. especially you know and it's harder when it's kids 
Um, yes. But he was heartless in the beginning, but by the end, he was choking up. Like, he was, yeah. like, crying. Like, a good amount of these men um, who came to save ended up choked, like, crying in the show. In yeah. the documentary, sorry. And, um, like, just saying. Yeah. It's just, it's almost like, how you know how people say, like, sometimes fate? But it is. It's like these men that, you know, they somehow got this this hobby that turned into, like, a life. Saving lives. Saving yeah. lives, yeah. So it's just, like. And they're just regular men, like you said. They just had jobs. They were just yeah. hanging out. He, like literally, had to take time off work. Like it wasn't like they were, you know, doing this. Like literally, the Thai government was like, "You're on this flight at this time. You're yeah. coming, save, you know, to volunteer and save yeah. kids." Um, they at the end they also got to meet the queen and yes. and the royal family for the ones that were um from from who were British, um, and Austri- Australian. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to meet the kids. Got also got to like give them the awards, some of yeah. the awards, which was really so cute. cute. Yeah. Um, one thing I do have to say that they're definitely the Thai, the Thai Navy is definitely now adding cave training for cave diving. diving yes, for, for sure. Like yeah. this is something that could happen. It never happened. From the sounds of it, it never happened. Like yeah, as like this. Bad. Yeah. I'm sure now they have added it to their training. I also feel like every mom is probably telling their kids, like, you stay in the fuck home. What cave? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, who's, I think they were celebrating somebody's birthday or something. Yeah, but that's why I said at my brunch. I was like, you know how we go to brunch? They go to caves <laughs> for birthdays. And they were a small, another thing I forgot to mention, they were a, they were a soccer team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they were really so cute, they were and they were all wearing little their little jerseys, and they were like they were all like held up because they were cold. I, my heart was breaking. Like I and they were like you know they were they were so calm throughout the whole thing. They were like yeah, yeah you know the guy because they were taking videos just to show that they were alive. Yeah, they're alive. Back, yeah. Um. To 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 the family and to the and to the government and stuff. And they were like yeah you know they were talking and they had to say something. I mean, for the most part, they were healthy. Thank God. I think if yeah. anything, they were just hungry and like yeah. you know, they were starting I mean, to get a little weak, but they. Definitely. Weren't like injured, thank God, because that could have only been like another thing to it if one of them had been hurt. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, there was no serious injury, injuries. No. There were injuries because you see the doctor like putting on, or one of the doctors putting on like some things on their foot and stuff. Because, yeah, just like scratches and stuff. Yeah, and the rocks, like the stuff. rocks. Um, but yeah, and then at one point, two of the the two of the people had to stay with the kids because they lost <laughs> oxygen. Yeah, so it became even. It became at the, the end they had to save fourteen people, I think. Yeah. But the last two, they were able to kind of come out on their own because they got there on their own. Yeah. But the other. It was ones, just like their couldn't. tanks were gone, like their oxygen. Yeah. Were were already low, so they had to wait for somebody else to bring them an extra one. Yeah, but um, no, it's such a great documentary. Like I kind of, I probably re- will regret watch it at some point because it's just such a good. Like you could rewatch yeah. it. It's not one of those things that you watch it once because it it's a positive really story. Yeah, it's like an hour and 47 minutes, but it's like really like really, capturing. Yeah, if you look really from the first moment, it's like the kids are in the cave. Like, yeah. Here we Literally go. how it starts. Yeah. Kids in the cave. Um, but yeah. Good doc. 10 out of 10, everybody. Yes. So definitely watch. And if you do, let us know. Yes. I could talk about this movie forever. <laughs> I don't want to know an update. I wonder how they're doing, what they're yeah. up to. I wish they had done like a show, even if they just did like words, like, oh, they're all back at school or something. Yeah. It would have been nice to hear about them. They were young too, so. Yeah. Yeah. But that is it for the week, huh? That is it, yeah. Um, are we recording next week? 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was like, I was thinking we should just take like maybe like a little holiday break, yeah, maybe Christmas and New Year's. Holiday, guys. I, I feel like everyone's gonna be on home. Vacation, on vacation, I'm going mm-hmm. on vacay. Then it's the holidays, so yeah. you know, then it's New Year's. I think this is our last episode of the of the year. Oh shit! Year. Oh my gosh, guys. Just to say, this is our 36th episode, and that's a good place to end it. And then we'll come back better than ever. Yes, it's been great just Mm -hmm. hearing you all talk. um, You know, hearing you guys, hearing us talk, and you know, hearing your comments and saying how much you guys are all enjoying this. We really appreciate that you guys have, you know. No, it's it's been been fun doing it this year. So we're gonna keep doing it. Have a great co-host. It's great doing it yes i mean we do the i i literally i told alex i'm like yeah this is fun i talked to my best friend for like an hour and a half (laughs) (laughs) and we just chat um yeah but yeah it's been great doing this uh first year down Mm -hmm. so next season will be season two right because i think that's how it works it's like season two yeah i guess next year will be season two season one is a wrap yes hey um but yeah no i'm wishing everybody a great holiday yeah mm-hmm. um you know take that time with your family um or just you know yourself time to yeah i was gonna say some self-love in there yeah self-love enjoy work i mean i know a lot of people are off i was gonna say just enjoy your time off yes enjoy your time off enjoy the new year hopefully 2022 is better than 2021 but <laughs> I mean, anything can be better than 2020. So true, true. (laughs) Um, You know, we have this vibrant that is now another one that has come up. Yeah. So, traveling has really changed. Like, just doing anything has changed. The fact that we have to have vaccine cards and, you know, travel and COVID Mm -hmm. tests and all. Um, You know, I'll be off to Aruba and I will do. I do have to talk to her about Aruba when I come back, so I probably would do a small little episode. Yeah, on... you can do like a recap or something. Yeah, I'll do a, a small recap on Aruba. We have already like, um, what is it? Reserved some activities that we're nice. excited about. Yeah. So I'm definitely gonna talk about that. Um, you know, talk about my experience just in total, like from COVID testing. You know what 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 you need before you get to Aruba. You know, mm-hmm. everything that I experienced in Aruba and definitely coming back because things have changed now, especially with this new vibrant yeah. environment. Um, so I'm definitely going to do a small Aruba recap. Yeah, that sounds perfect. And obviously post about it. So, yes. Yeah. But aside from that, happy holidays, everyone. Enjoy yes. your time. Enjoy. Um, yeah, we'll, when we come back, we'll recap our holidays, what we've been up to, and all the exciting things we have going on next yes. year. Yes. We're definitely going to be, if any cheese must come out, we're definitely going to be putting it up yeah. on our stories or on oh, our, obviously, yeah. and, po- and posting about it. So it's not like we're officially, you know, done. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we, year, we're definitely going to be keeping you guys yeah. up all to, you know, to par. Um, but yeah, it's been great. Yes. Woo. All right. Until then, you know what you got to do. Share, leave a review, like, Tell really your girlfriends, tell your boyfriends. It really does help us. Um, again, thank you for listening and you know, like sticking around since the very beginning. Um, thank you for all the new listeners that have come about throughout this, you know, couple of months since we started it. Um, yeah, we're very happy. Yes. Yeah. Until then, see you guys all next year. Yeah, that's crazy. 
next year guys bye